Jason, four for 95. Two touchdowns. We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Pistons already all over the Hornets, 36-21. Luke bet the Hornets. Beating the piss out of him. Sorry, buddy. I see what you did there. No, Luke, you might be on the right side, though. My theory is you want to be down 15 at least in the second quarter. And you know, there. sometimes teams just get blown out. Your theory doesn't work every time, okay? <laughs> yeah. Guys, is, You're right. is Brandon Miller maybe better than Scoo Henderson right now? No, I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> You can't go off one game. Two games? Get two, one, two, it's the same thing in the NBA. He has ten points already. Brandon Miller's a good player. I, I know you don't want to see it. Brandon Miller's good. I would have drafted Brandon Miller over Scoot. That no, was, have. Yeah, that was my hot take. I, I liked Brandon Miller. Everybody You did not say that. Everybody shamed me into like hating him. To, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been I like I was with that. you on yeah, Brandon we Miller. Were, yeah, yeah I was on the Brandon Miller train. Charlotte should have drafted him before Scoot. I think we did Wait, actually. No, you did not. No, I just said I really like Brandon I Miller. I said I, I said I thought he was a good fit in Charlotte. Yes. I said he was that's exactly what they need. A wing that can shoot threes, defend. Like that's that he made sense for them. I just I I think his game can translate, but I think there's obviously stuff like everybody's got to work on. But no, I didn't I didn't say that he I would take him over Scoot necessarily. But to me, it's not necessarily just like it was also just the fit for some of these guys. Again, I think Scoot fits really well with this Hornets team. They're terrible, but like I think he was the right pick for them. Yeah, I mean Portland. Uh, yes, Portland. No, I meant yes, Portland. I meant Brandon Miller Brandon and Miller uh, and, and yeah, I'm watching sitting here watching the Hornets. Uh, my brain's everywhere. I right like now. Brandon Miller as a player, but he doesn't get to come on to the Horvat boss. The Horvat boss. There's a couple guys on that bus, okay. right? Zion, it's a small bus. Zion's on the bus, okay. right? You can't fit many people on the bus if Zion's on the bus. I see what you did there. He lo- did you see that windmill the other night, dude? You always fall for this. Yeah, he don't has do one this to yourself good, one again. One good dunk, and all of a sudden, Ryan. Zion is staying Zion healthy, train. kids. Zion is staying chance. healthy. You're this such year. an optimist, I love uh, and you. you know what? I appreciate that about yeah, him. I do. I He's going to stay healthy. He's going to stay that. in great shape. He might win MVP. He might mess around and win MVP this year, guys. Um, but he's on the bus, definitely. Yeah. And uh, Josh Giddy also on that bus. I do love Giddy. You know Giddy Giddy's in- game's great. You know what's incredible is it feels like Denver just does not want to play their stars tonight. Feels like they're playing a lot of these role players. Yeah. They do not respect Memphis whatsoever. I'm looking at the minutes here yep. for Denver. Well, Jamal Murray's played 11. Yeah, but Michael Porter Jr. seven. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon nine. Yep. That's really it. Those are the ones. Those are the main ones. Yeah, because I feel like Gordon usually KCP plays 10. lower minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We need KCP to start doing more, something here. More things. He's over two. Doing nothing right now. Yeah, we got we got nothing from him right now. But yeah, I mean, this is you know, look, the Nuggets are they they know that the, as long as the second half to keep this close if they need to on the road in the second half you get your guys out there more if they're managing to cut minutes for a couple guys early. Nicole Jokic you know, has two points right now. Yeah, he's been really quiet. Just too quiet, so. like a cricket. Like a cricket. Uh, we got a bunch of games just actually tipping off now. Knicks and Hawks, Heat and Celtics as well. Actually, we need to get that on one of the TVs here. Yeah, we here. need to get the Boston Celtics on here. This is this Luke. Is, you got uh, one. You, you got to get the World Series like, turn on, these too. on first, though. It's going to be a whole I thing. I had a hard time, and they were turning the other ones. Hey, off. Luke, do something. Turn the TVs on. Can you do your job, Luke? <laughs> Can you do something? He'll belt check over here. He takes Come all on. the abuse with a smile. Tell it over here. Till the last minute when he's in a bad mood and he just throws something at us. We don't have eleven on our on our roster or in the game at one point in time. Uh, we only have four, so I'm going to need you to do your <laughs> one fourth by turning on these two TVs below. 
Yeah, we also need Can Florida Atlantic and Charlotte on. That game already started. I don't Can have anything count? in it, but... We don't need that football game on. We, well, we need Florida no, Atlantic to win. nothing on it, we're not watching. We're well, not we, no, we do. We it's got the over on the win total for the Owls. No, that's not going to work. With no. Casey Thompson out for no. the season. We're on our backup quarterback. No, They're one-and-a-half-point favorites Listen, right now. We've suffered through so many UTEP and Sam Houston State games. Yeah, because you've got the... I'll counter. I'll counter. Okay, college football, no TV tonight, unfortunately. Okay. But All right. the World Series does get a television. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got to, we've got to put that Horvath on. Horvat yeah. baseball is back, and we got one for you tonight, well, kids. We obviously need that somewhere. We are going under. The game starts in 16 minutes. Diamondbacks are going with Zach Gallen, and I think this is going to be a Ooh. lower scoring game. In fact, my predicted score would be three to two. Rangers eight and a half is the total right now. Rangers are minus 160 favorites in the mm-hmm. game. I uh, I'm done betting against the Diamondbacks. In the postseason, now Are you I'm just kind of in on the train. Now I'm just kind of cheering for him. You know, um, I don't want to fade him. I don't really have an angle here. I just I think it's going to be a lower scoring game here, game one. So uh, give me the under, really, really small under eight and a half. All right, can I tempt you just on any of these? Can I tempt you on any of these last minute props? Yeah, hit me with something. Here good. are the most bet player props tonight. Nathan Evaldi over 15 and a half outs. I do like that. Okay, I like that too. If you get if you get a little longevity from him in that game, get a get a quality start. You'll hit over that. Uh, Zach Gallen over four and a half strikeouts. I don't want to do that. It's, it's All right. What about just over 15 and a half outs for Gallen? I like the pitching outs more. So we're expecting Ivaldi and Gallen to go, you know, go a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, game one. Yeah. Game one, I'm thinking so. And then uh, what about a Garcia or Seager hitting a home run? All right, plus so. 210 and plus 145. I don't want to do any home run props. All Let right. me look. All right. So... Mar- Marcus Simeon actually five for eight in his Those career. Those are just the most bet props. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, I know. Under, so, I know. Yeah, everybody loves home run props. I don't, we know that. I don't so. want to be on the most bet, but I do. Right. I do. I have been considering. I should say a Marcus Simeon over one and a half total bags prop. He's five for eight in his career against Gallon, the one guy in this lineup who's had some success. He's got an RBI. He struck out once. He's hitting six twenty five against him. The only other guy that's faced him more than ten times is Corey Seager. He's seven for twenty one in his career, and he struck out six times. Hits three thirty three. Give me a. I'm gonna look it up right now. Give me a Marcus Simeon over one and a half total bags. Just, right. just for a little something. It's the World Series, you know. Don't eat it on a Friday. On a Friday. You know the way Corbin Carroll kind of finished up last series. Kind of feel like he could carry that over into this too. I love Corbin Carroll. Me too. I was thinking about betting him World Series MVP just to be a chalky McChalkerson, and I feel like one, this Diamondbacks it? team is a team of destiny. I faded them. Like, let's be honest. Like in the post, I, I was pretty big on the Phillies. Now that the Phillies yeah. have been eliminated, and I actually like a lunatic because I wasn't feeling very good last week. Went back and just like skimmed through that series. I didn't notice what Philadelphia did while the Diamondbacks were celebrating that NLCS. The fans stayed for the entire presentation and just booed the living hell out of the Diamondbacks. <laughs> I love the people of Philadelphia that is great. more every single week, man. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that either. I went back and watched it today. That's I was like, amazing. Well, like, the that... entire time, just boo. It was great. Well, they're doing it on their they field. They were also I booing their, other, their own team, too, oh. off the field, oh, yeah. which was great. But, um, yeah, so I just feel like right now the Diamondbacks are that team of <laughs> destiny. Like, we see this every once in a while, right? It doesn't have to be the biggest market team. It was the Kansas City Royals with Locaine and Ben Zobris and those guys. It was the Nationals. I mean, obviously, like, we're a pretty big market here. 
But that was a team that was in third place going into the trade deadline and then just got mm-hmm. hot at the right time. It's about the team that gets hot at the right time sometimes. And the Diamondbacks are feeling themselves. But yeah. also, I don't really want to bet against the Rangers because all season they pretty much stayed consistent. Like, there was a little bit of a drop-off. I mean, well, the, the run the differential. Was, the last month of the season was a roller coaster for It them, was though. more just that they're in the toughest division, though. You know True. what I mean? You had the uh, the Mariners down, you know, yeah. right? And then you had the uh, Astros, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if anything, I like Corbin Carroll. I like the Diamondbacks. The first three games of last series, he was 6 of 12 with two homers. And then he was pretty much non-existent. And then Game 7, he came alive again with those three hits and two runs. Stole a couple of bases. I yeah. feel like you carry that over into the World Series, at least early on here. Yeah, he's got no career at-bats. The thing about the Diamondbacks, it's just it's funny, though, because it's kind of two different teams, right? Because the Rangers obviously spent a ton of money the last couple of off-seasons. So they're one of those big-money teams, even though they're missing one Why of their key pieces. <laughs> and then, But on top of that... You then have the Diamondbacks who weren't, like, you got big bats, a lot of home runs from the Rangers. Yeah. Diamondbacks were 23rd during the regular season in home runs. But, like, they always had this way of adjusting. Yeah, Toronto man. Vulo, the, the, their, I mean, their manager is, he's smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just, like, the one, it's, it's not even just the fact that he knows the right time, it seems like, to go to the bullpen. He doesn't make those mistakes that a lot of managers do. But it just feels like whatever happened during like they can they adjust with like there's a struggling player yeah. like he figures that out or yeah. they can deal with these 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 ro- these road crowds that just they don't know there's just something about this team that has this feel of They're like very gritty. yeah whatever's thrown at them they just it doesn't phase them maybe some of it is the old playing with house money we're not yeah. supposed to be your thing yeah. but that's what makes teams really really dangerous this is a team that had one of the lowest win totals for the whole entire season mm-hmm. it was like you liked them too i did i did we were talking about this early on in the season and they looked good early. We talked to maybe I think it was maybe it was Bob Nightingale and he yeah. really liked them as well. I think I remember Nightingale Steve saying that. Gardner. Yeah. So you look at this team and they add Tommy Pham at the deadline. Tommy Pham comes over from the Mets. He's been trashing the Mets. Yeah. Uh, and their intensity and their desire to win. And all of a sudden, here they are playing up against the Ranger team that, from the very beginning of this year, they were kind of the team to beat. Yeah, they kind of struggled down the stretch, waned. But like for probably the first 80 games, 90 games, the Texas Rangers were the ish. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. cat's meow, as they mm-hmm. would say. So, yeah, this is going to be not the most highly... Do they still say that, though? My grandma used yeah. to. So. Well, should we bring that back? I kind of like it. Cat's meow. Well, I don't know. What I was the other thing? It was a f- old fogies, is what you said. Fogies. Yeah. Let's bring back yeah. some old words, guys. I like that, it. man. I mean, like, yeah, I- I'm excited for this World Series. I don't care about the market size. The Rangers haven't won a title since the franchise started play as the expansion Washington Senators. Yes. That was back in '61, <laughs> and. Arizona, they only went 84 and 78. The reason this is depressing to me as a Cubs fan is like I look at this lineup and I look at the run differential, stuff that really at the end of the day doesn't matter. And I'm like, man, my team is better and I have to watch the Arizona Diamondbacks. But they were the sixth last seed in the postseason. And this would be, if they do end up winning the World Series, this would be uh, the second fewest wins for a series champion since 2006, right behind the St. Louis Cardinals. And that was a crazy year because remember they said goodbye to Albert Pujols and I thought they were going to go away for a long time and then there there they were in the World Series. But it's just it's crazy that we're watching the Diamondbacks at yeah. 84 and 78. There's no the Randy World Johnson series. out there anymore. No. My grandma would be proud. She would be so excited. She always gave this team a hard time because all the good players they would just get rid of. And you know, she was a big Justin Upton fan. Oh yeah, Justin she Upton. She was a big yeah. uh, Dan Heron fan. And here they are. 
Here they are, back in a World Series. series. It's been been a long, long time. Uh, Real quick, Reggie Jackson, the 12-plus points, rebounds, assists. He's got 11 points alone already right now. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. I'm a little worried about Desmond Bain, though, So it wasn't KCP, it was Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Here's the thing that's happening. Uh, it's very clear that this is a role-player game. Yes. We're now seeing yes. the starters with only five minutes. That was a travel. We're only seeing the starters with only five minutes left to go. Is that KCP? Here we go, KCP. Yep. Oh, I the bunny. No. <laughs> I was going to blow that layup. Desmond Bain is one of eight in this game. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm that, he may he's actually be what kills. He's five from three. He's what's going to kill the parlay. He may be what kills the parlay. I'm very concerned about that. <sighs> it's plenty of game. I know. It's plenty of game. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the NBA. Like I said, look at Luke's bets even looking good three minutes later. It is true. You don't get out of bed until you're down 15 in the room. It's 45-40 right now. Nuggets <laughs> over the Grizzlies in Memphis. This so. is a stupid game. There's a lot of role players. It is a weird game, just kind of watching them. Right at the beginning, it was like one shot from the Grizzlies, wide open, easy rebound from Michael Porter Jr., like five straight trips down the court. And you're like, I, what am I What am I supposed to do with this at this point? So that's how you figure it out. All right, we're going to start our look at week eight of the NFL schedule coming up next. Every single game throughout the show is better. Jordan Addison, We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from Bet.